2: Oi!
3: The boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh,
2: let's go! Booty, booty. it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started.
3: You know that we are the number one show. So drop your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the footy footy, It's time to get this party started. It's the footy footy, It's time to get this party started. With Johnny Jimmy Gregor and Jimmy, Drippin' J.C. All we know and all we talk about is footy footy. It's time to get this party started
1: tonight.
2: You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime. Your
1: almost daily footy fix. I was people last night. I saw it on the CPL. <laughs> our twitter who's the high-fiving <laughs> or low-fiving um who's your on-air who was your on-air host with you uh, jimmy wilson
3: wilson and wheeler
1: wilson so he was low-fiving or high-fiving wilson yeah, right. our footy prime supporters were put it online so it's uh, on our on our twitter I nothing think, escapes I, the supporters no they
2: see everything nothing they're almost like big brother our supporters yeah. are our big brother. I saw they had a nine questions with uh, Bergman in the garage yesterday. It's really good. Huh? They did it with Chris. They did it with Starkey. Mm-hmm. It's
1: really, it's a fun idea. They're they're co-opting our nine questions. Those slowly but surely, supporters. supporters
2: group is 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 taking <laughs> over, and, and they want to usurp us, don't they? And get rid of us, and then <laughs> move do. forward. It's a bit like um, the the FIFA and the Club World Championship trying to slowly just do away with UEFA and the Champions League right yeah. that's kind of what they're doing very very covertly and nicely with a smile on their face yeah but then they're gonna stab us all in the back
3: i think they're realizing that they they know they're better than us <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well their graphic work and all that kind of stuff and just they're they're their than tone, us, yeah. um, just, more creative.
3: everything is just better than us it's probably like <laughs> forget about those fucking losers let's just do <laughs> our own thing. we'll slowly the, uh, put them out they'll, they'll think they they're, they're <laughs> we're supporting them and we'll just move them out
2: who's their leader i, I suspect it's Carrie, but ronda's making a move and Carrie, i would watch your back you know there you guys are stabbing us in the back and about to take over but within your little group your little harem i watch out for ronda if i was you she's coming for you Oh, I, I,
3: hey, I like it, Charms, what you're doing there. Yeah. One at a time, eh? Just yeah. one at a
2: time. Just, Get them fighting in-house. We ain't no <laughs> big-time Charlies, let me tell you. we going to turn them against each other in no yeah. time. We'll <laughs> be Please. back in the supporters club.
4: we got a few women turn against each other here. Oh jeez
1: <laughs> Yeah. Do you see the numbers on our, uh, our um, Rian versus Kalen? with uh, comments by Claire Rustad and, of course, our Amy Welch. And it's getting like 45,000 people uh, have been commenting and listening or impressions, and I'm just – it's so funny. Oh, what was that? Did you guys hear that?
2: No, what? Oh, what no. Like?
1: There was some beep. Anyway. Voices. Yeah, You're it's only voice. in mine. Probably only in yeah. my feed.
2: But it's a valid point. While the supporters club are the distraction, though, maybe we're being – diverted there and distracted. Meanwhile, Amy and, and, and Rian are turning on us from that direction. We're getting it from both sides, basically, is what I'm saying here. We don't stand a chance. No. I know if we, if we uh,
4: ever
1: had a 5 aside with them, they'd leave a mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. They're crazy. So what is a small side, guys? I I, I wanted to ask. A small side is what like in five practice? Five it's 5v5. Is there a keeper, or is it just like um in one yep. of those small little um, –
2: Small little nets
1: depends. Oh, you play anything five v five
3: five v five, five with keepers is the best game
1: ever. Yeah, and is fun. it is it like full nets or is it the smaller nets when you say when you're thinking of five v five net. with a keeper? Full oh.
3: nets, about thirty six yards apart, and it's a
1: wonderful game. Unless
4: you're in the gym, small sided game, small nets. Mm. It's
2: better than eleven v eleven, isn't it? Oh, should have a league. Yeah. Why don't we just – why don't they just do away with 11v11 11 and 11, just reinvent football? 5v5. Five five, like well, saying, they tried the 7v7, the
4: seven seven, didn't they? Mm-hmm.
2: Tournament this summer? The the tournament. Or the soccer tournament, wasn't it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's the future. Maybe the Saudis are going to realize this, Craig. Maybe the Saudis, and, and they're procuring all this talent, right? And they're going to relaunch not a super league per se, but a, they're going to reinvent the game. Be it seven v seven, be it five v five, whatever, and it's going to be damn sight more attractive to watch. And that's going to be the angle. Nah, they're just going to take over the eleven v eleven. Yeah, you think so? Is it inevitable you, at this point?
4: Either that, or they support the a super league in Europe. Just throw everybody a couple billion to spend each.
2: They could if they wanted to, couldn't they? Let's be honest. We know the mercenary nature of professional sports. They can do anything they want. They can if they really want to with the right money. I mean, the Super League came aboard and, and the fans, you know, rebelled against it. And the money was big, but it wasn't money that would compete with the Saudis if they were really into it, right? Oh, it'd be, yeah. They can do whatever they want,
4: to journalists or anything. Anything. (laughs) The journalists.
3: Like could you imagine they turned around right in are in the Saudi Super League? (laughs) And they said to every club, there's a billion dollars. Go get your best team and let's go. Wouldn't that be unbelievable? Yeah.
2: Jerry. So if they went to the big clubs, they went to Real Madrid, went to Barcelona, (laughs) Liverpool, Chelsea, the big clubs, the super clubs. They went to them and said, Here's a billion each. I think join this league.
3: No, I think they'd probably just do it in their own domestic league. Okay. Just all their teams.
4: There's Uh a billion
3: each. Let's blow this league up. We're going to be the best in the world.
4: Well, they own four of them, the Saudi Investment Fund, at least four of the teams in the league.
2: So 23-man squads. There's four teams right now. 23 times four is 92. Is that what it is? Is that all they've yeah. got in the league is four teams? Well, no, but that, that's the four that oh. they've kind of oh, right. brought under this one umbrella, <laughs> financial umbrella. Yeah, good luck to the rest. <laughs> I know. Although it's not much different to most leagues, is it? Most professional leagues, really. You yeah. got the big four, or the big five. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's true. Yeah. Sorry, Lil, you're not going to win the, the league. God, we started this Monday off on a high note, haven't we? we just- yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, 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 we're building the Saudi
3: down.
4: League.
2: <laughs> Saudi leagues, and we're getting mutinies behind yeah. our backs. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Messi must be uh looking forward to going to Miami. Those guys are on fire.
2: <sighs> even oh. worse than TFC.
4: They're worse than TFC.
2: Not by much. Oof. Four points. <laughs> Do you think one man? Well, no. They, okay. So, enter and if not official, they will make it official. They're going to sign Sergio Busquets, right? Who is a wonderful footballer. But His name makes me hungry, though. Busquets.
1: Yeah, yeah you know, you like a,
3: a French stick.
1: <laughs> no, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking a little bruschetta. I was just like when you said it. I was like, oh, I feel like I feel like some tomato with <laughs> olive oil and some onions. That's about all he's going to give you now.
3: <laughs> so when you're when you're when you're watching him play, you're just like, oh, I'm I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and also the way Sharms just said it was very. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you're thinking Buschetta. Yeah. would be though some kind of Hungarian Hungarian dish, wouldn't it? Bushkets.
1: Hey, get or me Bushkets.
2: Mm. Just a good name. It's a really, it's, good a good, name. it's a great name. It is. Um, but I mean, listen, uh, he's not. Sergio Busquets is not going to put bums in seats, Messi will obviously, but Sergio Busquets is a great footballer, was a great footballer, not a flash footballer, right? He's he's a more of a holding type footballer, will give some steel to that midfield, they need a lot more than Sergio Busquets and Leo Messi, that's for sure, to turn this around, to get better than TFC, perhaps, but still, it, it, the hype is growing, July 21st, isn't it? Isn't that the date, we think, when mm. Messi makes his debut?
4: Do you think Messi would have signed from Miami if there was relegation?
2: Great point. No. But then they not couldn't a, afford him if there was, because not a part chance. of what makes the money so sustainable there is the fact that there is no relegation. Yeah. What do you make about yeah. Gareth Bale's comments? He's right. Bale says, says basically it's much easier to lose in MLS. They don't care so much about losing compared to overseas. Yeah, because there's no relegation.
1: Yeah.
4: Toronto well, SC would have there, been
1: relegated six times in their history. <laughs> is there any re- relegation in North American sports? Is there any league that has it? I mean, we keep talking about it, but North American sports are just Not Mexico. In Mexico, do they? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Liga MX has relegation. yeah, And in the same form as EPL. So top three come up, bottom three go down kind of thing. I'm not or sure the actual
2: process. To- yeah, I'm not sure if it's or their playoffs. I love mm. the playoff system personally for promotion relegation. It's fun as hell. Some some nations have uh, so three go down, um, one goes down for sure, and then I think the bottom the, the next two oh, play, that's fun. play like the 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 second and third teams, which is a bit unfair because the 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 top league teams have more money to spend, they got better squads, right? But it does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, people got upset by Bale's comments over here, but he is bang on. It just isn't the same um, threat of the club, right? You go down in, in European leagues or, you know, South American leagues, Mexico, the very mm. existence of your club could be threatened if not handled correctly.
1: It's it's Survivor, right? It's the TV show Survivor. And now I figured out the Footy Prime Supporters Club's idea. One of us, including Amy Walsh, because we're all here today. JC hasn't said anything. He's on his Praline. 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 We're <laughs> going to be dropped
2: at the end of each season. Someone will be dropped. <laughs> but we're relegated. screwed, though, See, uh, what I get from the Supporters Club is that the ex-footballers are always going to be more popular than us. Yes. And I understand that. That's fair enough. I get it. So we're fucked. No, we could
1: do. We could separate it. Players are relegated, and then commentators, pundits like we are. Teams. Different yes. teams. Yes. Yes. Pundits,
2: commentators against former players.
1: That gives us a little bit of a play, sharms. Maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't trust releg- you,
2: Wong. I wouldn't trust you, you <laughs> bastard. You, would form some allegiance, some union with them behind my back. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, it does make a difference. Gareth Bale is right. And they even made a joke about it in uh, Ted Lasso, right? Like there's a joke about, so what happens mid-season if your team's not doing well? It's basically, oh, they just go through the motions. I think that was one of the lines. (laughs) Fill in front of half-filled
2: stadiums. I think that was also part of it. Well, Jimmy, let's ask you. I mean, you've been in both. You played in both, right? You've been with respect. You've been in good teams and bad teams in both MLS and and English football. When your your worst moment at TFC compared to your worst moment in English football, how would they compare?
3: My worst overall moment pressure. At, my worst moment at TFC.
2: Like overall, like overall, that the moment, like the pressure. You know that. Yeah, T- TFC is having a terrible season. Versus oh, this, a you can't season.
3: even you can't even compare the the pressure in Europe's way more than what it is here, way more.
2: Did you ever fear going out in Toronto? No. Never.
3: No. In England, never. Yeah. England, yes. England, you couldn't. If you lost big games, or you you wouldn't, you couldn't even show your face.
4: Yeah, usually you decided on what you'd do Saturday night at about 5 o'clock. And that was the end of the game, and you knew what the result was. And if you won, you could go out quite freely and have a good time. If you lost, it doesn't matter if you're top of the league. You're staying at home or you're going to a house party. Yeah.
3: Because you gotta, you gotta think too, right? Whatever club you played for in mean, England, whatever town, that whole town supports that club, and there's nothing else. I mean, they might have like a rugby team or maybe some cricket, but it's football, and they're diehard. They love the club. Whereas here, yeah, we, we love the club, but there's just too much going on: baseball, hockey, basketball, soccer. They got rugby here now, lacrosse. And you can go out and you can hide in the city. Whereas over there, you can't. It's impossible.
4: People here party? are going to... They go to sporting events to be entertained here. Yeah. It's different there. They're not going to be entertained necessarily. They're going to take all their shit to the game. Yeah.
3: What it is, over there, True. though, it's, it's a release, right? They work all week for that 3 o'clock kickoff. They go to the pub... Yeah, to the ground and then they just absolutely lose their shit for two hours. Yeah. And then they go back to the pub and then go get a curry at the end of the night.
2: <laughs> you're talking as if they're animals over there. They're not humans. They have <laughs> empathy you're feeling. They're just animals.
3: It's, it's different level.
4: It is tribal. It is tribal. Yeah. And, and guaranteed, if you lose and you're going out for dinner somewhere, you could be in a nice restaurant. Somebody is going to say something somebody is
2: definitely going to say something what was your worst experience over there
4: uh me and frank went we promised to go to his girlfriend's birthday party and we lost an away game and we got back and we're like oh we'll we'll see if we can slip into this club and stay in the corner and keep quiet well didn't work out and the bouncers came over and said we'll we'll give you 10 minutes to leave and we'll hold the guys back but there's a bunch of guys want to absolutely rip the ass out of you guys. So you better leave. And they, they did. They held them back at the door. It gave us enough time to get to the car. <laughs> so they saw you go into the club, these guys. It's oh like yeah. Some of that? Oh yeah. They were going to kill us. Really? Yeah. So you snuck out the back door.
1: No, I went out the front door, but pretty quick. He's like, yeah, Hey Frank. I,
4: hey, Frank Craig, I go. need to
1: ask you, did, did Frank's girlfriend, uh, did Frank's
2: wife know about his girlfriend? <laughs> well, they actually ended up getting married. I don't. It's the one and the same. See, if I'm Frank in, in that situation, what I'm doing, I'm letting you go first because all the attention is on the big tall guy who oh, really yeah. stands out, and I'm just going to be like shuffling off in the background in a different direction. Frank could escape, right? Oh, that's the
4: thing, eh? Being a tall guy. Oh, must be nice being tall. No, not really. Everybody can see the giraffe over the fucking grocery counters.
2: Unless, of course, things are going well, right? And it's a good game, and everything's wonderful. And then, oh, there he is. There's our boy. Mm-hmm. Big Forest. Love him. <laughs> yeah, <play laughs> night and day. Play. How about you, Jimmy? What was your worst uh, fan experience?
3: I uh, don't know. Just after losing a big game, you just, if you're just you out in the town, just people walking by, and you stink. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you go get a coffee, and the barista doesn't even want to look at you. <laughs>
4: You love the i pay your wages oh yeah you love that one i said said to one guy go how about you don't go to the game and i'll see if i get paid (laughs) fuck off
2: (laughs) but that went down well
4: yeah it was an old les Seely one
1: that's (laughs) a great one
2: (laughs) yeah yeah and then craig the guy didn't go to the game and craig didn't get paid
1: yeah yeah
2: Yeah, i got fired (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> saw the guy in the street the next week yeah you're right <laughs> apologies <laughs> <laughs> <Wild> club. <laughs> please come back next week <laughs> do me a favor <laughs> man I, yeah it's I, I say this about tfc i mean yeah there's there's a lot that go there to be entertained but there is the hardcore element who love that team right and, and i don't think i don't think they turn on players. If they saw them in public, I could be wrong. There's some idiots there. Um, but it isn't quite that same level of vitriol. Although, you know, this season has been a lot worse than, than we've seen in a long time in the stands. And it ain't getting easier. Two wins in 17 games now, having lost to New England 2-1. Mm. Two wins in 17 games. now On the road, Charms, just sorry. On the road, Oh, six and 4 on the mm. road. Yeah. Again, they didn't play awfully on the weekend, didn't well, play terribly, but and they're playing a good New England team, but they still lost. One of the highest wage bills in the league. And you can make the excuse of the injuries, and, and it's a valid excuse, but at some point it's up to the manager to get this thing figured out. And it ain't working at the moment. And you, you do wonder, you look at any other team in Toronto under the MLSE umbrella, Two wins in 17 games, the changes and some, something happens. Something has happened by now. Mm-hmm. It isn't happening right now, TFC. Now, listen, there's every chance by the time we come off this podcast or it gets uploaded, Bob Bradley's being fired. But, you know, there's, there's much heat about that story right now. Are you surprised? Nothing is happening. This just the ownership's just so quiet
4: right now. Well, here's a good example of if there was relegation, that would have got their attention a long time ago. Yeah. But there isn't. They would have been relegated last season. Bob Bradley keeps his position. I think you're right. They've got distractions and there is no relegation. There's no real concern other than the results and there's no consequences. So and I don't know why, like, I, honestly, I don't think there's many managers out there that would have kept their job as long as Bob Bradley has. Now it's just got to the point where it's like, well, I don't know. He's got photos or something. <laughs> <laughs> of who? Of of what? What's going on there? Well, he's got friends, that's for sure. <laughs> Lots.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it it makes you begin to wonder what will give, I mean, MLSC, so the Leafs, right? Big distraction right now. Obviously, they, they fired their, well yeah, they fired the general manager, a new guy comes in. they've got to get a new dial, new deal for the, the golden Boy and, and the, the silver Boy and then the bronze boy next year, big money. Um, got to so to do with the coach. Look at the Raptors. they fired the coach They hired the coach. They've got to you know re- reinvent the way that team has played with some some big high profile free agents in the Raptors. Argos, oh, yeah, sorry, no one cares about the Argos. Um, back to TFC, it's, it's not that important right at this point. Maybe that's why. They said, keep status quo. We'll figure it out. Meanwhile, another average display with a team that you said has got one of the highest wage bills, if not the highest, in the league. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I have to take offense, Sharms. Uh, I actually have w- been watching CFL lately.
1: I brought CFL seen- back. Yeah, it? it's not It's good. fun.
3: Pardon me? Are they playing now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've been watching
2: CFL, everybody. That's uh, some pure Canadiana. They, Hamilton's I got, I, I saw on, on Twitter. So Hamilton had, had the home opener this past weekend. They got some beer guy. Have you seen this guy? He's a fan, I think. He's, he's yeah. really very funny. Yeah. He, he's like a, a diehard Tigers fan, Hamiltonian. You know, T- apple Tigers or Thai cats? tie cats what did i say, say, t- t- say tigers, tigers. Oh, well, i don't watch the freaking league <laughs> uh. <laughs> don't really say tigers Tiger, regardless this guy's really funny though and, and they've done a really nice job marketing him i think so did you go to a blue jays game no. i know i'm going on a tangent did you go did you Three? go to a blue jays game no you made a comment on twitter about the blue jays oh no this past weekend was cricket day at, at the rogers center i didn't oh. go but I just cricket saw it. Up yeah, they handed out a Blue Jays cricket shirt. So I think the idea, um, well, Chris Gale was there, right? The legendary West Indies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gasman. Um, Legend. So Legend. I think the idea was to bring in the cricket. I mean, there's a there's a huge cricket market in, in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, the South Asian community. It's huge. And I think yeah. they wanted to bring those guys in to, to a baseball game, show them baseball. It wasn't so much, let's promote cricket, even though they said that bullshit. They're smart is to bring that audience and that market in and, and show them baseball. Um, but, yeah, apparently it went down very well. 15,000 fans got this this Blue Jays cricket shirt. Um, so, yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. I didn't go, like I said. I wish I had it done. Christ, mm. I tried to get cricket on enough channels over the years here. Hasn't quite bitten just yet. One of these days. Um, where were we? Some similarities yeah.
4: between the two sports, but there's also... Big differences in them too, right?
2: Yeah. People think cricket's so confusing. It's no more confusing than baseball. It really I don't isn't. Like cricket. Love it. It's
3: a I great prefer sport. cricket than baseball,
4: especially the 20, uh, 20 overs, 20 v 20.
2: 20 Yeah. T 20s. Yeah. T20s? yeah. No, they're, they're brilliant. They had to change it. See, cricket's so much more advanced than most sports as far as realizing the viewership numbers were dwindling on the certain games. Test cricket wasn't getting it done. Even one dayers. Not as much. So they they reinvented the sport and they created this T mm-hmm. twenty. Yeah, younger demographic. Over, over three hours. Yeah, exactly. It's made for TV,
1: basically. It's brilliant. Well, yeah. that's what's happening with baseball right now, right? So maybe this seven v seven. I was gonna ask when Jimmy was mentioning seven v seven, okay, or in five v five. What what changes for obviously guys who are as fast? Does that their speed is taken away? But what other things change in that game. What's the strategy in that game compared to 11 v 11?
3: No, the pitch is smaller, right? Game, game is quicker.
4: It depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about seven V seven outdoor, there was basically out of bounds. If you're talking five V five, there's also the arena football, right? Which is smaller. Nets. Well, well, didn't it Craig? Yeah, exactly. So that's been tried and tested for decades in, uh, in the United States and Canada. And that has failed, and it is exciting, but it's it hasn't done well. But oh, skills wise,
1: did, do all the skills transfer? Like speed, I can't see transferring as much because you can't have that full on break. Well, so it's all about your foot, foot
4: movement, you know, yeah. and being quick around. Like futsal players are excellent indoor players, like that tight quarters. You know, you're playing in a phone booth, so you know. A lot of the South Americans, the Argentinians, are very good at it. A bunch of they play a lot of street ball, so growing up.
2: But yeah, would, would you play the same position? Obviously, you were, you're would. you a goalkeeper, but would you play a, a defender in 11v11? Is he going to play a defender in 7v7 7 7 or is it just your individual skill set changes? No, they play defenders. No, they do, but would, would it like a, a right back in 11v11? 11 11, is he playing a right back for sure in 7v7 7 7 or might he be in a different position? Because it's still. Yeah, safe. it might be a little bit different, adapting, but you certainly want to get forward. Mm hmm so in training jimmy why why do you do 7v7s when you play 11v11 what, do you, what are you benefiting by playing a 7v7 or a 5v5 even
3: well 5v5 i mean it's more for really at the end of training you do it just for a little bit of fun it's quick goals shots more explosive in and around the box
4: lots of touches
3: lots of touches normally it's good and sometimes you'd have three teams and then use teams as bumpers on the outside so it's even faster now Crosses coming in the box and it's fun. That's what you look forward to sometimes. Remember when you're doing training sessions or you're doing tactical work, and sometimes it gets a little bit boring and monotonous. And then you just, all right, we'll finish off with a five v five, and everybody say, yeah,
2: all right. And you play hard, right? In the five. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You want to win. competitive.
4: Well, very we just cool. talked to the women the other day, last week, and they just told us what their training sessions are like. So, you know, yeah, it's very common to kick lumps out of each other in training. A few red cards being dealt out if there was run. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Was it in this yeah. 5v5s?
4: Because a lot of times, too, with the 5v5s,
3: if if you score, you get the ball back. So as soon as yeah. you score, you turn, you look at your keeper, he grabs the ball out of the net and start playing again. It's just different. It's fun.
4: So when John Hartson uh, gave Il Berkovich a little boot to the side of the head, that was a small five-a-side five side game.
3: Yeah. No, it just got <laughs> a little bit too competitive, didn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was swollen from his chin to his ear. So when the Saudis create this now, this 5v5 five, 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 Super League, well, where are they playing these things? I mean, how big are the stadiums? I mean, will they build super structures? They're not going to create anything new. <laughs> Just going
4: to take the best game in the world and just spend more money.
2: They're not really going to take over the game, are they? Can we be, I mean, do you, do you really think there's a chance that eventually the money will talk and this isn't a short term like Chinese Super League project? This is actually bigger picture. Mm-hmm. They, they, they definitely, to do no, they definitely will take it over and they won't
1: take it over in the hey, we're going to have the four best you gotta come to Saudi Arabia. What they're going to do is partner with. UEFA partner with PL, like whatever they're going to do, they're going to partner with one of the other big corporations. And these things are all multinationals, whether we call them that or not. Like, so it's going to be United, City, Chelsea. They're going to do the Super League. They're going to crush Champions League, and they're just going to offer more money. They might even partner with Champions League.
2: Well, I mean, they're buying clubs now. They bought Newcastle. Oh, Oh, I understand. More investment in the clubs, maybe a smarter way of doing it. They can do either, though, because I would argue now they're at that tipping
1: point where with the live stuff, with Newcastle, with how successful they've been and with the money they've been letting flow. And I'll tell you about success is on the on the microcosm, like the players have no problem going there. Once Ronaldo kind of said, hey, I'm, I'm I'm over here. Messi made it look like he had a hard decision between Miami ownership and MLS versus Saudi mm-hmm. 200 mil right for a year or whatever the number was.
4: I think at the moment uh, their their profile is what they're looking for is from players high profile uh changing you know giving them a good uh, a good look from in, inside the country and that's basically what they're doing so most of the players are high profile they got a big following and um yeah. That's what they're doing to try and change the narrative a little bit about the yeah, country.
3: The thing is, too, which we got to keep in mind, I know what you're saying about you know, China and that, but these guys have unlimited funds. They're just printing money. They are going nowhere. You're going to see an awful lot more of them over the next few years. They're going to be buying everything up.
2: But making the move, though, to Saudi Arabia isn't easy. It isn't just straightforward. Money aside, right? A lot of players aren't prepared to do that, I'm sure. You get these older players, mostly, I know we saw Neves go last, last week, but generally speaking, it's guys, the last couple of years, of their careers make a ton of money, yeah. right? Moving yeah. the family, uprooting them and say, hey, hey, hey. by the way, wife, yeah. I've got a great opportunity in Saudi Arabia. Not, not too many w- would be, well, forget the money for a second here, but as far as a lifestyle, wouldn't be too eager to get there.
3: Yeah, but I was, I looked it up and it's beautiful this time of year.
2: (laughs) It's the same. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) 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 If you're a man. Yeah, if you're a man. Yeah.
4: By by all accounts, though, I, I talked to a guy actually in Los Angeles who lived there for 10 years and they got these massive compounds that the Saudis are banned from going in. They cannot get in these compounds, but. And it's not a Muslim ban. It's a Saudi ban. So this man was also Muslim from Pakistan. He said I could get into these compounds. And basically everything that happens in the West happens in these compounds. Mm -hmm. Everything. So it's a fun zone. But the Saudis
2: aren't allowed in the fun zone. Oh, isn't that? That sounds great. What a country. What a great government. (laughs) Do you think they have ladies rooms at
3: like stadiums, etc.? I'm going to guess not. <laughs> can save
4: money, can't they? Well, yeah. But like, are they? Are, are women allowed at games? Um, I think they're allowed now. Um, they yeah. have all gender
2: bathrooms there. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a different entrance. We should actually find this stuff out, though. Really, I'm actually curious about that. That's a great question. Yeah,
3: true. Well, they can. Women can drive cars now. There. Yeah. Oh, they're so progressive. That's, that's yeah. wonderful.
4: <laughs> Well, you got to start somewhere, I guess yeah. so.
2: I guess so. Wow, well, I don't know. As cynical as I can be, I, I hope that we're not losing our game completely and this will eventually disappear. I mean, listen, they, they probably will get the 2030 World Cup, though. No, FIFA, as we do, <laughs> they're not going to turn down that kind of money, are they?
4: No, well, that's <laughs> what Peter, I mean. even I mean, said it publicly that the these uh regimes or, you know, royalty or uh, dictatorships are easier to deal with because they know that they're not going to change. It's not like in the United States we have to deal with what happens if it changes and there's a new president. He doesn't like the World Cup coming and he's going to, make you know, make it difficult for them. So you can sort of see what they mean by that, sadly. Yeah. Well, well,
3: man, what are we- numbers in Saudi Arabia? Do we know?
1: Uh, yeah, we get uh, two or three
2: bone saws a week. So everything's good. <laughs> Is that how they call it? Is that how they yeah. measure their uh, their podcast numbers?
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise
0: prices due to inflation. They said yes.
1: And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f-
0: are you talking about? You insane
1: Hollywood ass!"
0: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: It's just actually half of the year. with the bone somata. <laughs> they just cut the ear off and put it to a earphone. That's considered a a listen. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. Do
2: you think the fans will uh, eventually come over? I mean, listen, the fans, there's this uproar over the Super League. And it didn't happen, thank Christ for that. Um, But you do, I I, I tend to think that had the Super League gone ahead, eventually the fans would have just come. and There wouldn't be empty stadiums, Mm. put it that way. and Bad TV numbers, as sad as it is.
4: Yeah, I don't think that super league idea has gone away. There is no, there is no repercussion for what they did.
1: No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they basically tried to ruin the league, ruin, ruin Champions League, and ruin whatever, everything. Right? Ruin all yeah. like
4: basically the 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 fabric of the sport would have been absolutely
1: changed. Yeah, and I remember Deech even saying they're going to have a slap on the wrist, which I think we saw the numbers, and it was a slap on the wrist for these mm-hmm. these clubs. wasn't anything big. No, but you have to think too. I mean, the Premier League, when it was uh, formed,
4: it was a it was a coup basically on the rest of the football association. So um, they created what the what you call super league within the UK, which has changed everything. You know, that's why lower clubs find it more difficult now than ever before, primarily because of the Bosman ruling, and uh, clubs used to be able to bring these players up, control them. And even if they ran out of their contracts, they still held
1: your your rights until... Well, to you hanging. were there. You were there. You were one of how many foreign players for the first year of the Premier League? Well, I got there in 84, and in
4: 1992 was the inaugural year of the Premier League, and there was only 13 foreigners that started that and season. And so, damn to
2: Charm's foreigners. point... Wait, they damn foreigners back then, sorry.
1: Damn, damn foreigners. Uh, to Charm's point, how did the audience-slash-football supporters react to that change were they against it were they oh okay we see the point what was the kind of how how was it brought in they're a little bit confused by it at all i think they they didn't really
4: see i thought that the the bosman ruling really made a a massive difference more so can you explain what that
1: was because i don't know what you're
4: well like i said that when you're like at ipswich it was still as it was before i moved to west ham so i was out of contract at ipswich had to keep paying me my wages what I was currently on but they still held my rights so when Bosman took it to the European Union and went to court about it they're basically saying your contract and anything else is over when it's over you sign a contract and this is unfair so it was kind of a labor dispute and then what happened was they, they broke that and then all of a sudden players were then free to go at the end of the contract. So that stopped that tri- uh, trickle-down effect to to clubs to be able to develop. Uh, nowadays, clubs like Ipswich never get a chance to develop and get them to the first team. They're they're being sold at 16, 17 years of age prior to that to get to half a oh. million, a million pounds in uh, without – uh, before you could at least spend a few, you know, Ipswich were winning the UEFA Cup back in the early '80s, and they were all developed through the youth system, and then eventually they got picked off by Arsenal and Man U and Liverpool and various big clubs. But at least you you got some
2: use out of them. Now they don't. Yeah, Mark Bosman was a like a second division player in Belgium, And nobody, right. and just took them to court, the European court. Yeah, and like Craig said, they're basically it's unrestricted free agency. That's what mm-hmm. it was and they changed the way the game was done. I mean, you players must have loved it. Do you think the game's better for it or or worse for it?
4: Uh, Well, when I, like I said, I moved to West Ham. It was just before, I think, six months before that rule came in. So Ipswich got all the money. Then when Shaka came in a year after or so to West Ham from Newcastle, Newcastle didn't believe this thing was going to happen, and they let his contract run out. So he walked out of Newcastle and pocketed a few million bucks coming to West Ham. So for a few individuals moving to the top end of the scale, sure, sure. It's uh, worth a lot more money, but from the system point of view and the whole balance of football and how, you know, you have that power balance it it, it is always stronger at the top. You saw the menus and stuff like that outspend, but still, there was still, uh, you know, smaller clubs, say smaller, like Sheffield Wednesdays of the world, United's and things like that, that could uh, still compete uh, quite, quite strongly.
2: Do you think a cap would ever work in European soccer in the top leagues? I mean, it would never happen. No. Well, do you think it would work? No. Is, it, is a cap a good thing?
4: Yeah, it's just there's too many different issues from every country and the different labor laws and things like that that come into play, different taxes, tax structures, all these things. It's just way too difficult to do.
2: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, how North America, we, sports operates in this little bubble outside of regular labor laws, right? Yeah. <laughs> Allowing caps. I mean, where, where else would you have that?
3: Well, I guess you can. There's a loose cap, to you could say, with the FIFA Fair Play.
2: Right. Yeah, that's true.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's a good point. Supposed to be right. Yeah. Supposed to be watching them, and they do. But man, it's hard to actually do anything big with these clubs because you look at Man City, all the charges they have. Those guys are going to hire the best lawyers in England. The mm. very best, and they are going to just absolutely tidal wave these other <laughs> lawyers
2: and stuff. These young prosecutors will have a hard time with it. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll lawyer up, and whether they're guilty or not, it'll be drawn out through the courts for a very long time, right? Yeah. Yep, smart people. Uh, go, uh, go.
1: sorry, Sharms, I would just want to ask these guys just before we because I know we were just talking about MLS too with uh tfc doing so horribly this year but have either of you guys been on a a, a squad a a club that had a mid-season turnaround because Sharm's is always talking about mls you can turn you know five wins and you you're back in the back in it right have you guys ever had one way or the other you started off really strong and it just went downhill mm-hmm. or the other way around where you said oh shit we're we're horrible and all of a sudden it turned around and you guys played great did you ever have any success or any shittiness that way yeah both
4: ways (laughs) ways. so when we won the league in 91 92 um we uh by christmas we were really nowhere near but from then on we went on a 10 game winning streak so picked up 30 points bang we're right in there wow Uh, and then on the other hand the first year of the Premier League, we were in the top two, three for the first 10 games. And boy, oh boy, did the wheels fall off. <laughs> yeah. We ended up hanging on for our dear legs at the bottom of the table, but we survived. Yeah, it happens.
1: Jimmy?
3: <laughs> Not the same. Yeah, no, the same. Where you Things are just terrible and you can't get going. And I think a lot of times, too, where a manager gets fired a new one comes in all of a sudden you put a few wins under your under your belt and you start moving up the table that's happened and i think there was a time correct me if i'm wrong but it was millwall years and years and years back we're at the top of the table at christmas and by the end of the season ended up getting relegated they just went on this terrible slippery slope and i'm almost certain it was millwall Years ago,
4: I know Wolverham, the, Wolverham, to talk about drop, they dropped from the first to the second to the third to the fourth in consecutive years.
2: Jesus, that famous one was Newcastle, awesome. right? Remember that they were Sunderland. leading by by a number of points. Yeah. Famous one, and Didn't then they Sunderland
3: went back to back relegation,
2: Premier League and championship. Yeah, I think right Le- League One. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It does happen. That's why it it makes it so intriguing
4: at the bottom of the table. You know, and just football in general with that relegation system, the pyramid system is brilliant. It's just around the corner of the new season, eh? (laughs) Well, we should – hey, by the way, if you're talking about MLS, Wonger, we
1: have to talk about Vancouver Whitecaps.
2: Yeah, 3-2 over
1: LA. Yeah. And CF Montreal, Amy, would give us a punch in the – Yeah, but Vancouver's
2: playing great, though, right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a proper really, result, that one there. LA is a really good side.
2: Ryan Gold, golden to assist. That guy is a good player.
4: He's I like
3: by him. Storm. He is a good good player. He's fun to watch. That was a very good DP for them.
2: No, Vancouver very much, uh, they're going to they're gonna be in the playoffs, put it that way. And uh, we'll see what happens there. And yeah, Montreal tied, nil-nil. Um anything you want to add to that game before i can't
1: i can't watch every fucking game (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ well vancouver right now is they've got a game in hand they have played 18 they have 25 points and they're tied with austin's for eighth place um montreal is tied with dc united with a game in hand and they're in eighth place so both teams are in playoff position uh Hometown Toronto for us is the FC is played 20 games at 19 points. So you win 10 in a row for the rest of the season. (laughs) You actually like, like uh, Craig and Ipswich, you can get back in it. So it's not too late, but I was also thinking about, you know, Canadian fans are really respectful to players. So they have their reverence. I wonder how Bob Bradley's walking around, though. Is it different for a manager in Toronto who's, who's like you said, could be on the, the chopping block compared to a player? Because I think, you know, I think there is a lot to say that he may have lost the room here, you know,
2: like three well, the team's weeks still playing. ago. I mean, listen, I mean, they weren't horrible on the weekend, I didn't think. They weren't great. He's not horrible big- enough. No, no, I, I know. Deep. And listen, I'm not I'm yeah. not saying changes shouldn't be made, right? They're, they're not yeah. a good team. As Simple as that, right? They're not a good team. Yeah. But they should have been a lot better than they are. And that falls on the manager at some point, right? I, I still don't think Bob Bradley walks around trying to get recognized very much.
4: No, <laughs>
3: not at all. <laughs> Doesn't. Well, Bernadeschi got pulled off early too, didn't he?
2: Oh, yeah, half time, yeah. Now, they, they said it was back issues. I'm not sure I believe that because he had a bad first half. And we know the history between... Bernardeschi and Bob Bradley. Bottom line is, the Italians aren't doing their jobs either, right? They have their moments. We know how good they are, but they're not carrying this team. No one's carrying this came team. Off, the
4: team came off with a broken heart. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 11 wasn't that bad. It was getting better. I thought the midfield was better. Severani was back, right? You had uh, Ozo back, of course. Okay. These aren't cheap players, right? So, uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely a mess. Um where was I looking here? One second. I'm trying to find when the MLS transfer window.
4: So did those player those players uh when did they meet up for with Canada? Right
1: after, I suppose. Yeah, it must yeah. be, yeah. 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 Well, they're playing tomorrow, right? Play tomorrow. Are
2: July fifth, by game, the way. Jimmy? July fifth, yeah. sorry to interrupt yeah. there. July fifth yeah. is when the uh the transfer window <laughs> opens for MLS teams. So get ready. Uh, yeah, so Gold Cup. All right. As you mentioned Fun. there. Fun. Um, did you see, by the way, Jamaica almost beat the States. They got a draw. So my Tino bet from Tony bet. Yes. On Friday. Kind of hit. <laughs> no, you didn't bet on it. I my money back. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't lay it. No. God. Well, I, I would have got my money back. I wouldn't have right. won it. What, it would have been a free States opportunity to bet. Yeah. The States scored late. Jamaica's a good team. You know, we talked about it last podcast a little bit. Jimmy's got to leave, apparently. You can say it, Jimmy. You can say it to the audience. You got to leave. Jimmy, give
1: us a 30 second rundown of tomorrow's game, of tomorrow's match. We're playing Guadalupe.
3: (laughs) We should win.
2: Yes. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) should win. Well, looking at the odds on tonybet.ca, Canada's at minus 833. (laughs) And uh, Guadalupe for the surprise, the shocker is plus 1900. Wow, 19 to 1. There's value for you. If you rate Guadalupe, is it Guadalupe or Guadalupe?
1: Ah, that's a good question. Going to look it up. I think it's Guadalupe.
4: Is it? But I tell you what, they're better than 19-1. to
2: They are. And and the double chance, which is the draw or Guadalupe win, is plus 295. Now, we did discuss where Canada's goals. Oh, fuck. They're going to smash Guadalupe. What are we talking about? Of course they are. With respect, Guadalupe, Canada's there's a reason why those odds are what they're at. Maybe they're a little bit stretched, but uh, no. They, 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 if Canada lose that one, there'll be some serious questions to ask. I can't see it happening. We're, you know what, Craig, you said that. This takes me back to the pre-qualifying for the World Cup, all the concerns about you know playing St. Kitts and Nevis and whoever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. right? Don't worry. Canada will take this one. Well, I believe they will, but I, I uh,
4: these guys are, these always worry me, these little teams, because these players generally, well, there's quite a few of them that were born in Guadeloupe, but there's several of them were born in France. You're basically playing a French second division team. So they're not bad. They have some decent individuals. And we said this before, but the players have to go out there and commit and have to do the job because, they they potentially are uh, dangerous so they've won their last two games I think it was Guyana or something it's the last one of the last games and anyway they've won the last two games and a combined score of 7-0 so um yeah it'd be one of those games I'd be just a little conservative with as, as a player just got to go out there and make sure you do the job but it's uh, I don't think they're as bad as 19 to 1 honestly but it's it'll also be interesting
1: just for the national side just to see how they play without those like four or five guys that have kind of taken a step back to get some rest. Who is it again? Tejon, Alfonso, Jonathan, David, and Laren, Laren, right? Kone and, as well. And Kone. Okay. So mm-hmm. gives us some other guys a chance to be in focus and I have to tell you every once in a while the uh, it it'd be great to see the depth and I'd love to see these guys get some confidence um w- without these other players there
4: yeah it's nice, and it's nice it's a very rare gold cup home game for for canada's it's, it's exciting although there's
1: lots of tickets available well have you seen any advertising for it i have actually okay good i'm glad to hear yeah, that. but Where? i'm also you know with the with the spy agency of the internet we have i already looked up gold cup i already looked up
2: canada v guadalupe so i'm being served all these ads <laughs> you right? are yeah Mm-hmm. Well, listen. If if you think Canada can win, but you don't think they can score many goals, you can get. Oh my god! A half total goals for. Did you just see Boston this, Breaking oh, oh, story. What? Jimmy's Jimmy's holding the phone up. Oh, Bob Bradley's gone. He's left. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Bob so Bradley from TFC. Funny Prime, although you'll get this when it's not breaking news. It'll be old news. Wow. But we did uh, we did foreshadow it, didn't we? We did. Now, is this on? Let me check this out because it says uh, Jimmy's holding up the phone to the – what is it? Is that the, the app? Is that the website? Oh, there it is. So thank you. Okay. Toronto FC announced coaching changes. Uh, TFC announced today the head coach and sporting director, Bob Bradley – has been relieved of his duties, effective immediately. Assistant coach and technical director Mike Sorbo has also been relieved of his duties. Bob has been a consummate professional, yada, yada, yada. Okay, Terry Dunfield. Oh, hey!
3: <laughs>
2: All right, this is the best part of it. Terry TD. Dunfield TD. has been appointed interim head coach at TFC. Dunfield brings more than 20 years of professional football experience, including time spent as an England In Shrewsbury Town and MLS. They mentioned Shrewsbury. What about Man City? He was there as well. Jesus. So uh, our boy, Terry Dunfield, interim head coach until they find a replacement. But good for Terry. That's great for Terry. He's been there for a while working with the kids. Been on our Uh, show. A number of times. I spoke to Terry just last week, actually. There you go. Jimmy, so what were your thoughts? Ex-player, ex-coaching staff, ex-executive? What are your thoughts on this?
3: Well, it's a guy that's been in the club for for a long time, knows the club very, very well, is well-respected. And obviously, he's going in as interim, so he he knows the players, knows everybody within the organization. So good luck to him. I hope he does well.
2: And your thoughts on what Bradley Levin?
3: Uh, Look, who knows? You know, it's – obviously, we don't know what's going on really behind the scenes, but – you know, it's, a yeah, we result, do.
4: it's a result-oriented business. Two wins business. in 17 games. No, but it's... We it's know a, exactly what's happening.
3: It's a result-oriented business, and the results weren't going his way, so there had to be change. We knew it was coming, but just when, so...
2: More change at TFC, it seems. It's happened so frequently. It's so it strange, though, right? that this was the,
1: this weekend, this week. You know, obviously it's an aggregate, but... He's had so much time to turn this around. I'd say to you, Sharms, you're right. He's had more than enough time to turn this around.
2: Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is, um, you can call it, you know, injuries were awful, um, but it is his job to get results, right? The coach's job, the coach is always going to be the fall guy, right or wrong. Very many a good coach Mm -hmm. has been fired when it was perhaps a little unfair. You've got to get a new voice in there, I guess, at some point. We know there's issues behind the scenes with Bernadeschi and Insigne. Those guys are making the big money. Player power, right, Craig? In the end, it does does weigh heavily on a club. And usually the manager is the guy that gets booted.
4: Yeah, always, always. I mean, Bob Bradley has gone into positions where he's been the savior before. Whenever they get a job, somebody has to get fired. So the king is dead. Long live the king. <laughs>
2: yes yeah, so and now the speculation begins as to who is going to be the replacement for Bob Bradley. It's still a pretty sweet gig right Craig. I mean the TFC gig and MLS mm-hmm. the, the the budgets at play the the talent at your disposal. Um I imagine there'll be a lot of very interested parties. Now do you think they'll they'll allow Insignia and Bernadeski a say in this and who comes in? Should mm. they? Um, that's a good question.
4: Yeah, you could talk to them and then decide that uh, whatever they decide is wrong and make
2: your own decision. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, they've got what they wanted. You were thinking, if you believe all the speculation, um, they've got what they wanted. That's the manager out. Yeah, that Joshua Cloak article a few weeks ago now was <clears throat> saying that Insignia was demanding a ch- cushion change into last season. Now he came oh. out. Wow. Yeah, that's part of the article. And, and now, listen, he, he came out after Insignia and said, oh, no, I'm, I'm well behind. I back the coach. But come
1: on. Well, the other thing is we've also read, you know, how Michael is being, you know, you, that, that's a strange, strange dynamic, having someone that you have to worry about your words, you know, in like in a locker right beside you. It's a strange dynamic. I, I don't, Craig, have you ever been through anything like that? Have you ever had? Cause the coach I, I'm just sh- playing. Look, we've all had it at work at jobs, right? Yeah. yeah. Sharms, I'm sure there's people you went, Ooh, I can talk about a lot, but when this guy's around me, I can't talk shit because I know it's coming, going back mm-hmm. to boss mm-hmm. VP of content, boss VP of broad, you know, like Craig and I were just talking about a story about that, you know? Where, we're talking, you know, we're actually talking about charms. Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> but we were. We literally were talking about SportsNet days and who you could talk about, talk, talk freely with, and some people you couldn't, because we knew how they were going to play the game. And it's it's not an on a on a level, it's pretty easy to stay away from that person at a job, like hey, minimal contact, you keep that out. But in a locker room, you're right beside the cat, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that is not easy
2: to just go, God, our, our gaffer was shit tonight. What's he well, doing? About it. I mean, that situation its really tough, right? You've got Michael Bradley, the captain, and, and, and a true leader, right, Who, who's been in that club for a long time. He knows that club inside out, massively respected from everywhere. And then you bring in these two massively priced Italian stars, making all the money. Who are going to turn this whole team around, and they don't like the coach who happens to be the captain's dad. It, it must have been so awkward at times.
4: Yeah, really tough. It becomes quite toxic, doesn't it? It's like yeah. It was quite clear it wasn't going to turn around, so yeah, something had to had to give.
2: Maybe Terry can turn it around. Remember when was it last time? More uh, Nick Nazovich did a great job as an interim coach, Greg. He did wasn't given a fucking consideration for the job. No,
1: not at all. Yeah,
2: yeah. He would
1: so, have but been. but they brought one. Nick in. They brought Nick in. He had a he had a good run, and then they didn't yeah. even interview him. Um, no, I don't think so.
4: I think they brought in Paul Mariner. Jesus. Yeah, he's still sitting around. I mean, Dasu would be a great opportunity. I mean, and I, I hope he uh, goes for the job. Uh, I, I would love to see Nick Dasovich get an opportunity. I really would.
2: Yeah, I hope there's a Only guy, quality I mean,
4: coach, like good with people.
2: Yeah, you you think him. though that the club? I mean, they've seen this coming for a while, right? That they probably have to make a change at some point. So they've put their feelers out. They know who's there, who's available for this job. You know, I, I don't think this. really it shouldn't be a long period without a full time head coach. I wouldn't think.
1: Yeah, the other. I know this is strange, but I also think is. How much money does Bill Bradley leave with? Like, do they just pay him right out? Like, are these guaranteed
2: contracts when Bob these guys come? Yeah, Bob as well. I mean, I'll Bill made well, good yeah. money, but Bob. Oh, sorry, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Yeah, but, I'm not sure how long his contract was, but it was for more than two years, I bet. You. Yeah. Right. So
1: you're, you know, there's that level when you're always talking about Mourinho and the and the EPL and just walk get these guys walk out it's it's a golden parachute for sure
2: they give well, Hey, MLSD have just stopped paying mike babcock just stopped like this literally year? this this past month i believe <sighs> or maybe it's actually actually the end of this month wow. because columbus can't officially announce babcock as their new head coach until he gets his last payment from tfc from from the <laughs> MLS. yeah
1: wow so these guys you're you're still collecting your paycheck Mm. Gives you a check. I mean, I, I don't. I look. Every this is a business world and it's capitalist system, but it's pretty interesting that you can be like. If we looked at Bob Bradley's legacy at TFC and just his pure numbers on results,
2: it, abject failure. Yeah, and he's abject failure. Object. So, and so was the previous guy, Chris Armus. Abject.
1: And Armus too. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. Greg Vanny was before him. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It's been th- th- a dreadful. That thunder, thing.
4: that thunder just rolled in at the right time for Bob Bradley. Oh, get you hear that? Yeah, I just got some. It's right around Old your house, I think. House, I, think. Oh, I think it just it might have landed on my
2: house. I didn't hear that. Was it a big crackle?
4: Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was.
2: I'm surprised really? it didn't come that through better. Be that could be the truth hitting TFC Nation. Could be the turning turn- point. It could be. That could be it. Yeah, <laughs> it could be a next? cleanse. It could See be a cleanse next, all uh, this. Have uh, Let me have a look here. Let's...
4: Mexico were good last night, by the way, in the Gold Cup. Jeez, 4-0. Yep. 4-0 four four
2: over Honduras, right?
4: Yeah. After seeing Honduras in, in uh, Toronto a few months ago, I put a little wee bet on the over. Two and a half goals in Mexico. I thought that was a nice. pretty good, pretty Ooh, good goal. They're really smart. And they're bloody terrible, Honduras.
1: Well, I'm telling you, I think this Mexico side, because of what Charms was talking about, firing, they're all their best players. It seems like their best players are going to be at this. I mean, mm-hmm. this they course. look good. They look good, like especially in attack. They, like They look dynamic. different, though, is my point, right, for you? Yeah, a little bit. They
4: were certainly on the brave front uh, right there, like just. Putting bodies forward when they're attacking in numbers and it reminded me a little bit of Canada when in qualifying.
2: Mm.
4: You know, way better, a lot a lot more confident and uh
2: yeah, a Could big a good tournament, You know, because um, watching Jamaica against the States, Jamaica's a good good team, right? Mick Antonio, Damari Gray, Leon Bailey, you know, that's a good team finding themselves. The states looked a little bit disjointed. I mean, listen, they they it's a brand new squad, right? It's a brand new team to what they've been playing recently. But Jamaica's gonna be a bit of a force. And Jamaica's so a good outside one, really. I mean, probably. yeah, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, CPL quickly. Uh, Cavalry beat York 2 1. Mobabuli with an absolute rocket in that one. And uh, Ali Musi with a huge free kick late as well. Good game there. Um, Cavalry making a bit of a surge. Uh, Van- Valor beat Vancouver 1 0. Forge beat Atletico in the Tony Bet match of the week. And it was some match. It was a great match. 22 seconds in, there was a goal. And then two awful back passes. Did you see that the first? The, the poor old boy, Nate Ingham. It wasn't a bit. It was a great back pass, but he whiffed on it. It's oh, one, no. one of the great own goals. One of those that we will laugh at, but we're not going to laugh at it because we like mm-hmm. Nate. He's a good guy. Well,
1: actually, you know, Nate's a sweetheart. Talking. He reached out when my, my mom had her stroke eight weeks ago, and he just goes, Wonger, dude, thanks. Uh, or, or I, you know, thinking of you, so... I said, hey, we're going to reach out and get a halfway halfway mark on the CPL season with Nate Ingo. We
2: might give it a couple games after that one. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. We feel for you, pal. We do. <laughs> you don't deserve that. But it happens to the best of them, right, Craig? It happens to the best, yeah.
1: <laughs> it happens. And someone said Atletico cannot seem to beat Forge, right? Like over mm-hmm. and over again.
2: Yeah, Forge are right. coming off a bad run as well. And they're back home and... You know, you kind of saw a result coming there. Um, but yeah, it was some goal. Some And it's, well, listen, there, there were two awful back passes, which put them behind after that, that twenty second, 20, 22 seconds in the, the opening goal. But yeah, really good game. And uh, definitely worth the, the Tony Bet match of the week. There's no doubt about that. Um, all right, we should get rolling, guys. Anything else you want to get to? I haven't heard any more about this. Bob Bradley, I'm sure news will start filtering down. Um I'm sure there'll be a, a press availability at some point. Yeah, managers. I guess we're just
1: are you down at the uh at the gold cup tomorrow, sharms
2: Uh hope to be, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think Craig, you're not you're not gone to Vancouver today, are you? No. Okay, so maybe we should all try and get down there. And I think Jimmy is covering it on one soccer, but so you will not be there. Fubo dot com. And if you want to subscribe, FuboTv.com
2: slash footy prime. It's all happening. It's all happening. We're all over the place, aren't we? It's bad, you know, mean? we should do this live. We'll, we, we, we do have plans one day soon yeah. to start doing this live on, on the YouTube. On the YouTube. But uh, <laughs> we, we've got to figure out some logistics. <laughs> on the <for> technical. <laughs> On the internet. <laughs> oh, so many things swirling around right now, Wonger Lots of things. Yep. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. We're back on Wednesday. Um, maybe I'll see if Deech is around on Wednesday. We, he almost came on a few weeks back, and then we kind of like lost track again. Yeah, but uh, Amy said she. We have to see what Amy's going to be doing because she she wants to
1: see Deech in virtual. Remember, she keeps saying, "Yeah." So, well, so if we get him on Wednesday, we have to also tell Amy she has to okay. jump on. Maybe yeah, if okay. Deech was still at Toronto SC, he'd be the interim right now.
2: Yeah, Ooh. good move, Deech. Moving to California. Or maybe, maybe our boy Deech interviews for the head coaching spot. You know what? I hope he does. And all, all joking aside, he bloody well should. Mm, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's club. just the other thing too. When we started this podcast, we all
1: talked about our goals and all that kind of stuff. And Deech was honest with us. And he said, I want to be head coach of a MLS or prem team
2: was his goal all the time. Yeah. Head coach for sure. Head coach. Yeah. 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 He's got the experience now. The demeanor.
1: Can you imagine having him as your head coach?
2: It'd be like having be, Roy Kent. I'd be scared coach. of him all the time. Be like Roy Kent as head coach. Yeah. And, and Roy Kent just got the job at Richmond.
1: <laughs> he did. It's a parallel universe.
2: Yeah. They're <laughs> very similar, actually. <laughs> never, we never made that comparison, did we? They really are very similar.
1: They are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think Deech is meaner than Roy Kent. Come on. I think Deech is more comfortable in his own skin as well. Right. Yeah, right. Roy Kent showed a sensitive or sort of, yeah, very sensitive
4: side of himself uh, later in that uh, series. Deech has never shown a
1: sensitive <laughs> side. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. As as the, as the show progressed, Roy became more comfortable and learned who he was, and Deech. Although more comfortable compared to the early Roy Kansas, still. <laughs> searching there wasn't at all no evolving. There wasn't a lot of <laughs> no, evolution I mean, in Beach.
4: Maybe, you know, what? who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe yeah. he has since he's left us. Maybe he's he living in
1: California. Yeah. Right? Yoga and weed. Hey. Yep. Southern California. I know he's not in Southern California. Yeah. But he thought he was Northern. Deach
2: yeah. <laughs> doesn't know where he is. No, no look, look. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it we're back on wednesday and uh yeah enjoy everything everyone and thanks to uh you for listening keep on newspapers and cheers for listening follow us on twitter at footy underscore prime and on instagram at footyprimeig. prime ig have a
1: great day y'all